Shout out to FUBU TV. If you want to watch the Knicks for free for seven days, go to FUBUTV.com slash KOT. That's FUBUTV.com slash KOT. And it seems like somebody's at my door. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out to FUBU TV. All right. And also, um, shout out to Ryan G, man. Shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, the guy, the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. I'm not too worried. I'm not too worried. I mean, the playoffs are around the corner. I'm like Jalen Brunson dancing. You make me happy. Or you know how he was dancing on the bench earlier today. So, you know, I'm still good. You know, playoffs is around the corner. Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks. Hold on one second, Ryan G. Um, Somebody's at my door. (laughs) But Ryan G, let me know what you think of the game so far. Break down what you see from this Pacers Knicks. And I'm going to try to jump right back in once I answer this door. <laughs> All right, so I guess this is the Ryan G takeover. Well, my thoughts about this game. Okay, first and foremost, I want to shout out Obadiah Toppin. He had a great game today, 34 points. I like the fact that he actually crashed the boards, seven rebounds. He showed great passing ability today, five assists, 13 of 23 from the shoot, 13 of 23 from the field, five of 10 from three-point range. Obi definitely had a great game today, so I definitely got to give him his props. Of course, Mitchell Robinson with the 14 offensive rebounds, 20 rebounds in total with seven blocks. Mitch is definitely going to be ready for the playoffs as well. Um, Quickly, I thought Quickly was a little bit careless with the ball today, you know, um, but he did play well, still still had 30 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. I think the only main concern for me was defensively, but even defensively, I'm not really too concerned because – when the Knicks got torched on defense, it was mainly when the bench unit was in the game. 
And the majority of and the majority of the players on the bench unit aren't going to be playing for the Knicks going into the playoffs with a shorter rotation. So I'm not really that concerned about the bench because the starters that were in the game, those players will be playing for the Knicks in the playoffs. And those guys actually held it down defensively, which you, you can tell by the plus minuses as well. You know, everybody in the starting lineup had positive plus minus. So I feel like the starting unit, which those guys will be playing in the playoffs, those guys were pretty solid defensively, and especially with Mitch in the middle, because I feel like Mitch definitely altered a lot of um, the paces, penetrating into the paint, altered a lot of shots, and he definitely had a lot of blocks as well with seven blocks. So I'm not too concerned about the defense, but that is what pretty much cost the Knicks this game defensively overall. Yeah, absolutely. I only caught the end of that, but I'm going to just play off the end of that and talk about Mitch a little bit. Um, Mitchell Robinson – Crazy stat, 14 <laughs> offensive rebounds of the night, 20 rebounds by himself. He's definitely ready for the playoffs. To me, this is after the All-Star break, at least a couple of weeks after this, to me, it's been like the best Mitch has looked coming back. Um, so I definitely believe Mitch um, will be ready. I just want the other guys to be ready. I did feel like there was some slippage beforehand, before the, you know, the playoff spot was actually locked up. So I still, in my mind, I want to clean up some stuff. But I'm pretty sure Tom Thibodeau is going to be on about that. Um, listen, we already seen it today. Quickly, quickly, I praised his defense all year. He wasn't really jumping out and guarding three. The pick and roll defense wasn't there today as well. But I expect all that to be cleaned up. Um, but what I really want to talk about today is Obadiah, man. I want to talk about Obadiah because I don't know if you talked about him while yeah, I, I did. I did mention him in the beginning when you like left to um, see who was at the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I I need to talk about my man, the dunk is the light. Obadiah Hoppin had a, a monster game today. And Julius Randle, update on Julius Randle, he's out of the boot, he's shooting around. I'm not sure how healthy he will be when it comes to playoff time. Hopefully he doesn't miss any time. But if Julius Randle is out, these minutes for Obi Toppin, the the winners he's been getting lately, it might be more uh it, it, it might be what just what the doctor ordered. Because we don't know how many minutes Obi will be playing in the playoffs. Um and it's funny, I was watching a I was watching an interview, right, the other day. It was actually Taylor Rooks interviewing Fred Van Vliet. And Fred Van Vliet is a guy who isn't drafted. You know, he had to kind of work his way in. And now he's a, a starting guard for the Toronto Raptors, Raptors and actually has a wing, a ring, I mean. And something that he mentioned was these guys on the bench who are on the bench and can absolutely do more really don't get the chance all the time. And sometimes what happens is if they only getting five to 10 minutes at night, they kind of check out, you know, they're like, well, you know what? I'm getting my check. I'm getting five to 10 minutes of light. I'll stop it right there. It doesn't mean anything. I'll just do that. So you have to credit Obi Toppin for the amount of work he's put in 
and he's only been getting 10 minutes a night for his entire career in three years. And you can see the work that he puts in in the offseason. You see the work he puts in during practice coming to fruition on the floor. Um, and he's actually able to showcase it. Because, listen, he came into this game as a dunker. This season, he's a three-point shooter. Now he's getting extra minutes. You see him starting to put it on the floor. You see him doing step-back threes. You see him doing sidestep threes. You see him working on his handle. You see him doing a couple of post moves. All those things were things we really couldn't say last season. And OB has absolutely worked to expand his game, even though he hasn't had the chance to show it. So I want to give Obadiah his flowers for remaining diligent, even when he hasn't had his chance. And for you, OB, you might get your chance in the playoffs if if um if Julius Randle isn't healthy. If, the thing for you is you just have to play defense. You know what I mean? You just have to play defense. But if Obi manages manages to stay diligent on a defensive end, he can start to show us some other parts of this game and possibly get significant minutes in the playoffs. Um, Because you know what? Last season, Ryan, when Obi was going off and he had his 42-point game, a lot of people wrote him off. They were like, oh, these games are meaningless. You know what happens, you know, at the end of the season, when it's meaningless games, these young guys, they have no pressure, they go off. So I know there's some people who are seeing this again today and going, wow, he scored 34 points. His stock is rising. Not so fast. His stock should have been rising last season. Well, but for Obi Toppin, if he's able to produce something like this in the postseason, they're in competition with a ring, with something to win, with something to, to fight for. Then we can really see Obi stop rocks. You know what I mean? So shout out to Obi Toppin. Did a great job today. Even though it's a loss, I wanted to give Obadiah his flowers. I don't know if you have any dad today, Ryan. Yeah, I, I kind of want to harp on what Fred Van Vliet said because I think it was in relation to um Tyrese Halliburton. Because I think like... Yes. Yeah, because Tyrese Halliburton, I think he said in another interview that when he was with the Kings, he was coming off the bench and he was, you know, he wasn't really getting his, I guess we, I guess what you can say is like he wasn't really getting like his opportunities like he should be getting because of course he had De'Aaron Fox ahead of him. Yeah. So he's coming off the bench. And I think Fred Fanfleet went up to him and told him something along the lines of like, I don't know the exact words because I, I remember the interview vaguely, but I pretty much helped out Tyrese Halliburton. And unfortunately for Tyrese, like he had to be traded elsewhere to really show what he's capable of. You know, he wasn't going to really get that opportunity in Sacramento with De'Aaron Fox being there. And I fear that might be the same case with Obi Toppin because with Julius Randle being here, Obi Toppin is going to, he's not going to really have the opportunity to really show what he can do. But I'm glad that he's getting these opportunities, you know, late in the season where he's actually showing the NBA that he is he's more than just a solid, you know, player that can play 13 minutes off the bench. He's yeah. showing that he has starting potential. And I'm happy that Obi is showing that. I know I know a lot of Knicks fans want him to stay, but you also have to be realistic as well, because 
there's extensions coming up. 2024, Quickly is going to be a restricted free agent. 2025, Grimes is going to be a restricted free agent. So you have to look at that and be like, okay, you have to, you have to pick and choose who you really want to keep with the team. And, and I mean, to be honest about it, if, when, you look at, when you look at the Knicks roster, Julius Randle, with Julius Randle being here, Obi's the expendable one. And you're probably hoping that you could probably package him in a deal for a star player to come to New York to kind of finish up the pieces to, that the Knicks need to really contend for the title. That's what you're hoping for. Because I, because, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like quickly and Grimes more fits, you know, especially, with the, especially defensively with what the Knicks want to do. Yeah. And like, and like, you know, Jalen said, I think Obi would have to step up his defense a bit to really, you know, to really get a foothold in the Knicks rotation. But overall, like, besides that, like, Obi definitely had a great game tonight, and he's definitely showing his bag, and he's showing what he's capable of when he does get the minutes. You know, 34 points, seven rebounds, five assists. I mean, I think the, I think the one thing I do like about Obi's game a lot is the fact that not only is not only that, you know, his three-point shot has improved, and the fact that he runs up and down the court, you know, get, can get easy baskets in transition, Another thing I like about his game is the assist. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's showing that he's a pretty good passer for a big. And that's one part of his game that I don't think was as visible in his earlier years. And he's showing that he can be a capable passer and he can, out, and he can also feed his teammates for easy baskets as well. That's one of those things coming out of college. He's always had that. That was in the scouting report. He was a, a, a pretty decent passer at his position. But like we said before, being here in New York where he doesn't have enough time to get that run and get comfortable, you, never, you don't really see it. But you can see Obi's processing speed mentally is always being fast when it comes to moving the ball on the offensive end. So, I mean, I, I'm rooting for Obi. I'm rooting for him to actually show out in the playoffs. Um, but, yo, shout out. If you want to call in and talk next basketball, talk about the year can do that shout out to everybody in chat if you want to do that call 319-527-6241 that's 319-527-6241 if you want to call and talk knicks basketball shout out to blue and orange tears i see you in the chat shout out to new Yurican. shout out to fritz alessandor shout out to ama fritz said uh obi shows, shows out in a couple of games his stock will be sky high if he shows out in the playoffs it's gonna be different you yep. can't write that off like people have been writing it off now, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be different if he shows out in the playoffs. So hopefully, that's exactly what happens. And shout out to man quickly once again, who also showed out in the playoffs. Actually, you know what? Shout out to the people before I begin to the menu quickly. Shout out to the KOT supporters who have been with his been with us every post game, every game, replay game, uh watching with us live. Y'all been all Everybody's been all 82 like Isaiah Hartenstein. Shout out to you guys who rocking with us after all these post games. We definitely appreciate you guys' support and through the good, the bad, and the ugly. And <laughs> now let's, let's get to Emmanuel quickly. Emmanuel quickly once again, man. I, I'm so scared of losing my favorite player. If you didn't realize it, Emmanuel quickly has been my favorite player on the Knicks since this last season. Um, this year, I flip flop between Emmanuel, uh, Emmanuel quickly and Jalen Brunson, um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Jalen Brunson is kind of still in my heart, but 
This was an interesting game from Quick because it didn't necessarily shoot well. 42% from the field, 27% from three. But he still found a way to be effective and put points on the board. Nine of nine from the free throw line. Damn near had a triple-double. And just like once again, if it was one of those games where we didn't have to go to the bench or if we had a full team, we would actually won and and taking this game out. But this is, this is a a bad good game by many quickly, even though the five turnovers were something to be desired. Uh this guy's a star in the making for sure. I I I believe so anyway. I saw glimpses of it last year. When I see people who aren't afraid of the moment and on top of that study film on top of that the gym rats on top of that, they have leadership qualities. All those things together to me kind of bundle into a guy who I think can be a star. I actually think, absolutely think he can. And to harp on the Julius Randle thing once again, we're not sure when Julius Randle's coming back. Like, uh, he might be back game one, game two, game three. I can definitely see Emmanuel quickly being one of those guys who helped pick up the slack in the playoffs if Randall is not able to come back. Um, but good game by quickly, 30 points, nine rebounds, nine and nine from the free throw line. Yeah, um, the only issue I had with quickly, quickly's game today was the turnovers. You know, that was very uncharacteristic of his game because he's, he's, he's usually not a guy that turns over the ball often. Yeah. So getting five turnovers was, you know, kind of – you know, kind of disappointing, but besides that, he had a really good game today, 30 points, seven assists, nine rebounds. And, you know, I think, I think like what Lee said, the other, the other um, post game show that we had as well, you know, quickly is going to definitely be an X factor for the Knicks going into the playoffs because the production that he provides, especially coming off the benches, I think it's going to be crucial for the Knicks because the one thing about the Knicks is even though the rotations are shorter in the playoffs, the Knicks bench always gives teams hell yeah you know that's, so that's the one and that's a, that is the one advantage that the Knicks have and I think quickly coming off the bench and Josh Hart coming off the bench and whoever else Dibs goes with for that seven eight man rotation in the playoffs like those guys I think are going to be very important for the Knicks because with the starting lineup all the starting lineup really have to do is hold down the four because there's enough scores in that starting lineup that can get buckets you know so Whatever quickly Harden those guys can provide off the bench is going to be crucial for the Knicks in the playoffs. And quickly, like you said, like the, the man is a, the man is basically a starter coming off the bench for yes. the Knicks. And, and you need players like that, you know, that's going to really, you know, provide that pop off the bench. So, you know, the thing with quickly is that I just hope that he's going to be with the Knicks long term because, you know, there, there are rumors out there. I mean, not rumors, but I mean, you do have people talking out there saying how the Knicks are going to resign all these young players. You know, we do know realistically that one or two of them are going to probably go on a deal, but yeah. you, you're hoping that quickly is one of those guys that the Knicks retain for the I future. Pray to God. I pray to God. And just like Obadiah, it quickly shows out price has gone up since, yep. <laughs> since quickly balled out in that Celtics game. The price has gone up. It quickly balls out in the playoffs. Lord, I'd be happy and scared at the same time because <laughs> we might have to borrow money from Brooklyn <laughs> to pay him. <laughs> we might have to rob. We might have to go across the bridge and rob Sai over there to get Quickly's money because I'm not sure. 
what that purse is going to look like when quickly balls out in the playoffs. Right. We're gonna have to get gonna have to ask Adam Silver for a party. Like, yo, everybody's cap can say this can say the same, but the Knicks like give us a few extra million dollars, B. Give us a few extra for real. <laughs> you know what? The Dallas since Dallas messed up our pick situation, maybe you shouldn't add a couple of 30 mil or so to our cap uh via the Dallas map. Yo, what if that was a punishment though? What if punishment for like tanking was was getting part of your cap to another team? <laughs> I would love that, yo. Oh uh, man, but you know what? I have, you know what's interesting that I thought about today? RJ Bear, right? And I, I'm not trying to pile on RJ. RJ had like a so-so game today, right? Here's the thing about the playoffs. The playoffs expose how the coach really feels about teams and players and situations. Alfred Payton started for the New York Knicks all season long, got to the playoffs, and was benched. And it was the start of Alfred Payton exiting the NBA, right? Because he got to the playoffs and you're like, man, this guy is, he's unplayable. To <laughs> be like, what do we do with him? Um, when it's time for the playoffs and we need shooting, I'm wondering what minutes are going to look like if RJ Barrett doesn't shoot well or has weird stretches where he's not hitting the mark offensively because, and I'm not trying to bash RJ. I'm just, I'm just looking at the options, right? Emmanuel quickly has been a sharpshooter all season. Jalen Brunson is going to be doubled during the playoffs. And with the emergence of Grimes, who's been very reliable for the last 20 games from three. Right? Then you have Josh Hart, who's actually not was pretty horrible today. <laughs> Even though defensively, he but you have Josh Hart, who's been a difference maker, and you have Emmanuel quickly. I I can start to see scenarios if we get desperate for shooting. We I can see more I can see more quickly and Grimes playing more minutes in certain games depending on how the game is going. That's that's just me. I don't know what what you think about that. I feel like we're getting to early playoff talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree because, you know, with Cleveland having a small backcourt, it's going to allow the Knicks to play a small backcourt as well. So I think if Barrett, if Barrett is being inefficient from three-point range and Cleveland's defense is kind of forcing the Knicks to pass it to R.J. Barrett for open shots and he's not hitting them, I can definitely see Dibs do move as well where he's going to go with Brunson and quickly in the backcourt and probably have Grimes at the three since – the way Cleveland's since with how the way Cleveland plays with the two small and with the two small guys in the backcourt and in the front line, because I think Okoro and Grimes is about the same height wise as well. Mm-hmm. So I think so I, I could see the Knicks doing that if RJ Barrett doesn't hit his shots. But the thing with RJ Barrett, man, and I see Knicks Twitter kind of going off on RJ Barrett as well, and I don't like that. Yeah, you know because. 
you know, these games are meaningless. Like, like I can understand if the Knicks were playing for something and, and the Knicks really needed to step up and RJ Barrett was playing like that, then I would probably be a bit more rough on him. But just the fact that, like, the Knicks are resting all their players pretty much. Like, you know, there's no Randall, there's no Brunson. Mitch actually played today. But, you know, Knicks, don't, Knicks, have, two, two, Knicks have two players that, you know, their best players aren't playing today. And then on top of that, they're, play, they're facing a pacing team that's not playing for anything. So these yeah. guys are loosey, you know, and, and they're just, like, you know, balling. So, I mean... I don't really like the disrespect that's coming to RJ Barrett at the moment because it's like people are piling on him for games that don't mean anything to the Knicks. But I can see a situation where it's like, you know, Barrett does need to, I do, I'm hoping that his, his shot can get correct. Me in too. the player. I'm, I'm hoping that he can, he can be able to knock down threes because like you said, playoffs is where they expose players and, they're gonna they're gonna definitely try to double Brunson, double Randall, and get the ball out their hands, let other people beat them. And if RJ Barrett is not hitting his threes, that could be very detrimental to the Knicks. Exactly. So it's RJ Madden's minutes, I feel like it's really gonna be dependent on how he's playing and shooting. Yesterday versus the Pelicans or two games ago versus the Pelicans. You know, everything inside the arc he was going in. If he has a game like that, um then maybe he'll get some more burn. If Randall isn't playing, but I feel like we have Randall and you have Brunson, then you might need a little bit more shooting personally. And it's funny, I'm still waiting for RJ to put everything together in one game. Like, as of now, he can't. It's going to sound wild. <laughs> as of now, he can't walk and chew gum. Oh, man. And when I say that, I mean, he can eat. He has games where he can shoot the three and he can't make a layup. Or he has games where he's around the rim and he's balling from around the rim, but he can't hit a three. There hasn't been a game where it's like, wow, he's shooting from three, he's making layups, and he's playing defense. I feel like he's having problems doing everything together thus the walk and chew gum reference that's 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 where i was getting at <laughs> that's how the one yeah i had the one before i got no one sounded well <laughs> yo and the crazy thing is that if archie barrett can just hit his three more consistently that's gonna make his drive to the basket way more efficient because that's gonna force teams to have to guard him at the three-point line and he'll be able to blow by them easier right exactly exactly because obviously he's he's found something out in this game where he's, he's able to use his body a lot more um, a lot better in the second half of the season, but we just need some more consistency. But I'm, I'm rooting for RJ Barrett. I hope it gets together for sure. All right. We salute to the chat, though. Salute to the chat if you want to call in and talk about these dicks. And if you're excited about the playoffs, you can call and talk about that in. Dial that number 319 527 6241. That's 319 527 6241. People say Obi's going to get a bag. Um, I don't know if Obi's gonna be a big guy bag yet. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, not to say he's not capable of getting one. I just, I just not sure how high our teams on Obi Toppin based on the limited minutes that he's gotten. He had he, the big games he's had has been once again against teams who aren't playing for anything. You know what I mean? And and teams who aren't championship teams. Even though I liked it, because even, listen, during that Pelicans game, 
even though defensively I didn't like how he played, offensively he had stepped back three and he showed me something off the dribble. And he wasn't, you know, he still was kind of efficient. So he, I still I still saw something from him against competition who was actually trying to win. So to me, there is still something there. But I, but that's still only one game. You need bigger sample sizes to justify throwing a bag at somebody personally. Yeah. I could see somebody trading for him, though. For real. Need some picks. All right. All right, man. Yo, we can make this a quick show because this is the last game of the season. I will say this. We will be doing a playoff preview show. Uh, and this is going to be like the Super Friends show, right? Shout out to Lee. <laughs> it's going to be a big show with a few a few of us to coming together to do a show for you guys. So definitely check on the KOT show to give, to give you guys the playoff preview. So definitely... Keep your eye um, on that. All right. All right. Ryan yes, G, sir. do you have anything you want to say about uh, today's game or any bruh picks? Or... I do have a bruh pick. I definitely have a bruh pick. So, you know, as you know, today is the last game, the last day of the NBA season. All 30 teams are playing today. So, you know, the playoff situation is going to be determined for a lot of teams, you know, where their positioning is going to be, who's going to be in the playing tournament, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So the, the Timberwolves. <laughs> so there was an incident today where, you know, we, we've had it as well where teammates, you know, go at it on the sidelines. You know, it happens. Yeah. It's the NBA. It it's happens. RJ and Obi. We see it. Yeah, exactly. It happens. Yeah. But... A guy took it a bit too far today because Rudy Gobert and Kyle Anderson were going at it at the bench. And then Rudy Gobert, Gobert decided, you know what? I don't give a damn if you're my teammate or not. I'm going to punch you Ooh. while we are in the huddle and get it on and popping. And then what happens after Bruh. that? He gets basically thrown out the game by, the, by his own team and sent home. Wow. Okay, I know we get on Randall. <laughs> Boy, his tantrums. But Randall never punched nobody. And Rudy Gobert is like seven foot ten. All right, that is a big tall dude. So the, a follow through from a Rudy Gobert punch, bruh. That Timberwolves trade is, is looking worse and worse. By the day, son. <laughs> that trade is getting worse. And we traded all those picks for this guy who seemingly wasn't working together with Cat. And now he's punching players. Yo. Bruh. The biggest, bruh. Rudy Gobert. Yeesh. Oh, boy. <sighs> yeah. All right. Ah, oh, that's a good one. Yo, we can end the show right there. Yo, happy Easter, fella. Shout out to Leo Reekin. Shout out to Joe Long. Shout out to S. Parker. Shout out to Canal Ben Loya. <laughs> I was hoping it was that. <laughs> yo, yo, you foul for that, Canal. Oh, man. Shout out to everybody else rocking with this show. Um, But yeah, you'll definitely be back. All your time, we'll be here after every game talking. Knicks basketball. 
I can't wait to have some KOT yes, basketball yes, breakdowns, man. That's going to be fun. Let's go. That's going to be fun. And definitely stay tuned to be back here during this week. Um, follow us on Twitter or just look out for the announcement on YouTube where we're going to be having a preview playoff show to talk about the Knicks versus Cavs matchup. All right? All right. All right. That is our show. Let them know where they can find you, my guy. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me at Sir G's Corner. You can also find me on Twitter, Ryan G-K-O-T. And I'm telling y'all on Nick's Twitter, do not come for me. Because I had some dude talk to me crazy on Twitter after a comment I made about people getting at players in meaningless games and had to call the dude a jackass while, <laughs> while trying to explain my point even further. So please don't come for me on Twitter. Keep it respectful. Because if you don't keep it respectful, I'm going to come at your neck. See, see, Ryan, I've balanced coming at people and just rolling, having several of my back because too many, I have too many people following the account to get too crazy too often, so I got to chill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, chill out, son. Just, just chill. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like I cursed dude. I just call him a jackass. I but mean, it's like, yo, just, like, yo, don't come at me crazy. Like, the dude, the dude basically questioned my New York card. And I'm like, nah, I'm from New York, born no, and raised. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. Like, like those you know, the G and Ryan G, <laughs> all right, <laughs> stands for something. <laughs> Definitely stand for something. But yeah, listen, man, it happens. On listen, I blocked. I usually don't block people. I blocked, I think, two people. It's funny. I feel like maybe fifteen deserved to actually be blocked because <laughs> they were talking crazy. I blocked two people. So far, so proud of myself because it could have been a lot more. All right, <laughs> preserving the peace, preserving, preserving the peace. preserving your peace. When people start talking about, oh, I'm going to see you. First of all, you're not going to see me, sir. You're not. <laughs> Fact, just stop it. Just stop it. And when you like you, when somebody's arguing with themselves, and you're just like, I'm not even. You're just going off. Like what the? All right. But it is what it is. That's the next Twitter for you, man. That is our show. All right. You can follow us a few places. The KOT Show on Twitter, the Nigga Time Show on Instagram and Facebook. Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher as well. Every layer you listen to podcasts, you can listen to the KOT Show. Get the snapbacks, the black and white, and the blue and orange at nicktimeshow.com. All you got to do is go there. And hit catalog and boom. Shouts to the person who just bought a, a snapback. I see you. Your hat is coming. All right. All right. Cool. That is our show. Mm-mm-mm. I got them. Let them know. Got them. Let them know. Good show. Good show. Ryan. Short and sweet. As always. All right. Yeah. And as always. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Mess out here in these Knicks E2 streets. That is our show. 47 burgers season in the books. We out this yes, mug. Sir.
Playoff basketball, here we come. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams. NYC.